He's done it. The very fact that you are here is a testimony that God has done it. There's an old pastor that says that you woke up this morning, the devil was pulling against you. When you went to bed last night, the devil was pulling against you. But Jesus had you in his hands. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be here. Amen? Come on, let's praise God one more time. One more time. Come on, let's praise God. If you're able to stand, would you please stand me, um, stand with me and join me in the reading of the word of God. Um, John chapter 6. John chapter 6 verses 1 through 15. We are continuing with our series. What's the series name again? Oh, y'all don't know the series name? Wow, 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 wow. The signs, we're going through the signs. Man, you guys are terrible. I'm just kidding. Um, so, John chapter 6, John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15, as we are going through the miraculous signs of Christ, um, I want to invite you to read your Bible, to open your Bible and read with me. We're going to read from the New International Version, the New International Version of the, of the Word of God. Here's what it says. Um... Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw miraculous signs he had performed on the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with the disciple. The Jewish feast, Passover feast was near. When Jesus looked up, saw a great crowd coming toward him. He said, Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another, another, another of his disciples Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass and that place, and the men sat down about 5,000 of them, Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all, uh, um, when they had all ate as much as they wanted, he did the same with the fish. I'm sorry, verse 12. When they had all ate um, enough, to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. Verse 13. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barleys of loaves over those who had eaten. After they saw the miraculous signs that Jesus did, they began to say, Surely is the prophet who is to come in the world. Jesus, knowing what they intended to come and make him king by force, 
withdrew again to a mountain by himself. The word of God for the people of God. Would you bow and join me in prayer? Bow and join me in prayer. Father, we ask that you be with us as we preach your word. Lord, I have prepared, but I need your help. I have studied, but I need your strength. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me, mold me so that the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, will be acceptable into your sight. Oh, Lord, my rock, my savior, my redeemer. It's in Jesus' name I pray. And those who say amen. 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 As you take your seat, I want to preach from this topic. When Could you get my phone for me, please? I want to preach from this topic um, a satisfaction unlike any other. A satisfaction unlike any other. We've been going through a series of sermons on the signs that Jesus had performed. And we already saw the first three signs. And the first three signs simply um, water turned into wine that Brother Dave preached on. And we see that what that brings is salvation um, is by the word. The word God speaks is able to bring salvation. We saw the healing of the nobleman's son. Salvation is by faith. And last week, um, our guest preacher, Pastor Pierre, um, went over the healing of the paralytic. And we saw that salvation is by grace. And the first three signs... They showed how salvation comes to the sinner. But the last four signs, which will begin the first of the four, we see that um, they show the result of salvation in the believer's life. And and can I tell you right here, right now, that as you get into the sign, what you see is what the benefits of those who are around Jesus. When you are saved, when you're with Christ, then nothing is impossible. So the feeding of the 5,000 is a salvation that brings satisfaction. That's why we said that the sermon title is a satisfaction unlike any other. Can I tell you this right here, right now, before I get into my sermon, that no one can satisfy you like Jesus? Uh, You'll miss your shout. No one can satisfy you like Jesus. No one can take care of you like Jesus. A boo or bay, a husband or wife may leave you. But can I tell you something? Jesus made a promise he will never leave you. And he's not only with you. I feel like preaching right now. He's not only with you, but he'll take care of you. The old song says, God will take care of you. Anybody ever have a need that you know that God can take care of? Now, I'm not going to hold you long. And the story that we have before us, we have a crowd. And if you look at the text, the text says... And your Bible, some of the Bible says, after these things, and some says, sometime later. Now, there is something I want you to know. Sometime later, between, there's a large gap that may exist between chapter 5 and 6. See, John is writing, John is staggering the, 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 the miracles so that we may believe, so that people can see that Jesus is God. You know, John is not, and this miracle isn't all four Gospels. All the four Gospels, this miracles where Jesus feed the 5,000 is recorded. But John has a specific mindset. John is all about the deity of Christ. John is preaching so that you know that Jesus is God. That's why if you, live, if you now live in society, people have no problem with you saying God. But they got a problem with you saying Jesus. Somebody said Jesus. Said Jesus is Lord. Say, Jesus is God. God. You're falling asleep on me. Stay awake. 
Jesus is God. John is about the, the deity of, of, of Christ. But in chapter 5 and 6, there is a gap. So it says in chapter 5, verse 1, it says this, the feast, right? It talks about the feast. Now, the feast, if it's the feast of tabernacle, the NIV took liberty to say it's the feast, uh, um, it, it's the feast of the Passover. But, but see, scholars don't know which feast it is. If it's the feast of the tabernacle, it's about a, a six-month gap between chapter 5 and chapter 6. If it's the feast of Passover, it's about a year gap. But nevertheless, the people came together and those feasts where people came to pay pilgrimage. So they can, so they can say, what God has done for instance, if it's the feast of the tabernacle, the people came because of what God did for them when they were in the desert. So then God provided for them in the desert, so they came to commemorate, to commemorate what God has, what, what God has done. And if they are there doing that feast, then they are hungry, God's going to do what he said he will do. Uh, Y'all missed it. God will do what he said he will do. God will take care of them because if they are there. Now, now I, I want to give you a little bit more context. See, in chapter 5, the miracle Jesus performed was in the southern side of, 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 of Israel. But now he's on the northern side. And that's why I talk about the Sea of Tiberias. Say, say, Pastor Perry, teach the Bible so I can get the context. Say, say, say teach the Bible so I can get the context. There you go. So, so then Jesus now is on the northern side of, 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 of Galilee, which is Galilee. And Jesus is... The people gathered, and the people that gathered, they gathered for miracles. Because Jesus is doing miracles, and they gathered to follow Jesus. You're with me? You're, you're with me? I got the lapel mark, so I'm moving. Jesus, they follow Jesus because he's doing miracles. A lot of people only come to Jesus because of what Jesus can offer them. And I said that before, they don't come for his lordship. When you come under Jesus' lordship, you must submit. You must bow down. But they come because they can get benefits. It's like an ATM. You got a card, somebody give you a pin, you put the pin number, and ching, 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 ching. But see, Jesus is more than just what you can get out of him. If all you go for Jesus for is what you can get out of him, you miss, you miss the whole thing. So, so then, in our stories, there are four characters. And, and, and I want you to realize, that there's Jesus, there's Philip, there's Andrew, and there's the boy. Four characters. So I'm going to go through the four characters, and then we apply it, and then we'll go connecting the dots. All right? You all with me? Connecting the dots, nobody leaves. Everybody right to the, to the reception hall. So here, here it is. Four characters. And I want you guys to, to feel the story, to understand the story, the narrative with me while we go through those four characters. Let's go through Philip first. Right, Jesus is the main character. We're going to get Jesus last. Let's go through Philip first. Here, here, here it is. Jesus said to um, Jesus said to Philip. Now, watch this. Jesus is the one that raised a question. Jesus, when he, in verse five, okay, in verse five, he says this: When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, "Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat?" Jesus is the one that raised the question. Okay, so then Philip. Being who Philip is, Philip is practical. And some of us here, we're Philip. And, and so the first thing I want you to do, look at Philip's perspective. 
And that could very well be a perspective. Okay? Are you, are you guys with me? So, Philip said, watch what he said. He said, and verse 6 says, Jesus only asked him because he already, you know, to test him because he already know what he had in mind. Verse 7, Philip gave an answer. Philip gave an answer. Philip said, eight months wages is not enough. In other words, to take care of these people, it's impossible and it's too expensive. Ooh, can I preach right here real, real quick to you? Some of you are facing some situation, some circumstance, and you are thinking it's too expensive, it's impossible, and you're ready to quit. But I serve a God of the impossible. I serve a God who can take the impossibility and make it possible. I, I don't know about you, but, but some of you, you are here as a testimony that God can turn the impossible into possibility. Amen. See, Philip says, too expensive. Not enough food. Even if we work eight months, even if we work, even if we work eight months wages to buy these people food, it's not even going to make a dent. They're still going to be hungry. See, see, with God... Nothing is impossible. Amen. See, you may have a Philip perspective, but I want to change that this morning. I want, by the grace of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, I want you to realize that you can't have a Philip mindset because you serve a God that can satisfy every single one of your needs. Oh, I wish I had a church with me this morning. Listen to what I'm saying to you. What's before you? It is not impossible. No, is it too expensive? Some of you, your college loan, your college tuition is too expensive. But can I tell you something? There is a God who provides. Some of you, the car note, the rent is too high, the mortgage is too high. But can I tell you something? There is a God who is able to provide. And some of you can testify, even though it seems impossible for everybody else, but you're still here. You still got a roof over your head. You still got clothes on your back. You still got food on your table. You still got your right mind. God is able to provide with the impossibility. So Philip says, huh, Jesus, listen, listen, Jesus, I'm a practical man. There's not enough money. And even if we did that, it's not going to satisfy everybody else. That is Philip's perspective. But, 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 but see, I want to introduce to you Andrew. Andrew is the guy that's only mentioned twice in the Gospel of John. And Andrew did his best effort. Andrew, in verse 8, the Bible says, another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. And Andrew said, there's a boy. But see, Andrew is what I call the relational disciple. Nobody remember Andrew much. But Andrew is the one that brought Peter to Jesus. And Andrew, every time you encounter Andrew, only twice in, in, in the Gospel of John, is doing one thing, bringing people to Jesus. Mm. See, Andrew said, listen, there's a group, bunch of people here. And by the way, I'm, I'm going to get boy in a minute. The boy didn't really count. Okay? There's, there's at least 5,000 men so Andrew is going around asking people, what you got, what you got, what you got, what you got, what you got. Andrew's going asking, what, 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 what do we have? Andrew is 
finding resources, finding to bring to Jesus. But Andrew got to Jesus and said, well, this is what I got. This boy got five small barley loaves and two small fish. But, 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 but see, Andrew says, well, God, I try, but I don't think that's going to make a difference. Y'all missed that. I try. The, the good old song says, after you've done all you can, you just stand. Oh, I'm going to come to application of this in a minute. See, Andrew, don't, don't criticize him. Andrew was what Haitian called on the bouillet. Andrew de Gagel. Yo, 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 you see, y'all vacations, but y'all don't know what to talk about. Andrew, Andrew was, the, Andrew was one of those guys that, you know, you know, have you seen those people who stand outside looking for a construction job? Andrew, Andrew, Andrew was one of those. He's looking for something. He's doing something. He's giving his best effort. And some of us, we must realize we are no different than Andrew. We've done our effort and said, well, because I failed one class, I'm quitting. Okay, don't throw rocks at me. Because I didn't get this job. Because my money is not enough. And there's a saying that says, my money is funny and my change is strange. Because my money is funny, because my change is strange, I'm giving up. But, but see, Andrew says, I don't know how much it will go. But aren't you so glad that people may not know how far you will go or how far what you got will go. But can I tell you something? When it's in the hands of the Almighty, when you place what you got in Jesus' hands, woo! When you place what you got in Jesus' hands, I don't care what it is, the kids, put them in Jesus' hands. Your little money, put it in Jesus' hands. Your little savings, your little check account, your little whatever it is, your little education, put it in Jesus' hands. And watch what Jesus can do. Now, now, now see, not only you see uh, uh, um, Andrew's effort, we saw Philip's perspective, but let's look at the boy's sacrifice. Let's look at the boy's sacrifice. So, so ne next um, verse, set of verse, next set of verses. Jesus said, have the boy sit down. But see, the boy only had a small lunch. Um, let me, let me go there. Yeah, I can go there. The boy only had a small lunch. See, the boy did not have to give Andrew his lunch. He didn't have to. He could have said, like our kids are, mine, mine. And, and, and you wonder where the kids get the mine, mine from, from you. The boy could have said, mine, 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 but the boy trust and obey. Trust and obey. The boy trusted and he sacrificed all that he had. See, he could have said, hey, it's my lunch. I'm hungry. I don't care about nobody else. Sound like, sounds familiar? And this is, not, this is not about kids anymore. It's about y'all. It's my money. It's my account. It's my job. It's my food. As a matter of fact, some of y'all still put your name on your food, uh, um, on, on the food in your fridge. Those of you got siblings, you, you know, mm, I bought this. 
Do I have any witness? And she said, well, it's my, it's my, 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 my. Can I tell you something? God cannot bless a closed fist. God will not bless, cannot bless a closed fist. See, they say, a lot of us like this, we say, God, give me. But what God is saying, I'm, I don't mind giving you, but you got to give me too. Amen. Are you all with me? Do, do I have a church? Do you have a church with me? So, 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 the boy sacrificed everything. And can I tell you something? When the little that you have, you trust it in the hands of God. Watch God do something supernatural. Watch God do something miraculous with it. Can I tell you something? Some of us can testify. You went to college. Your mom had no money. You had no paper, but you still graduated. Some of you can testify that you applied for a job, but you did not qualify, but God got you there. Some of you can, te some of you can testify. You when you apply for that loan for the mortgage, you know your credit was shaking. But God made a way. God made a way. See, I, 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 woo. Um, the boy trusted and gave all that he had. As a result, the main character in the story pop in again. Because remember in verse 2, it said Jesus already, verse 2, it said Jesus already knew what he intended to do. But see, now, Jesus, oh Lord, help me preach this. Jesus said, sit down. Sit. Um, Jesus want you and me to do all that we are able to do. But there comes a time you sit down and watch him work. Okay, you missed that. See, some of us, we are sitting down. We haven't done anything at all. No, no, no. Jesus told the people, sit down. They were hungry, tired, and weary. And if they let them go, if you look at the other accounts, and, and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, if they let them watch, if they let them walk back, if Jesus let them walk back, as one of the disciples suggested in one of the accounts, that they would fit because they would not have enough strength. But see, Jesus said, sit down. Sit. And watch what he did. We're about to have communion in a minute. Jesus lift up the bread into heaven and give thanks. When you got nothing else, the little that you have, you lift it up to God and give thanks. Jesus gave thanks and God multiplied. Jesus gave thanks. Some of y'all don't have a thankful heart. You have a grumpy heart. Can I preach right here? Can I, can I step on your toes real hard? Some of y'all complain way too much. All you do is complaining. How come I don't have this? They got this. How come I don't have this? No, no, no. The little that you have, bring it to God. And watch God multiply it. It is not God's problem if you don't live within your means. That's your problem. But God will give you everything you need. 
The people sat down on the grass. Jesus gave thanks. Guess what? Then they fed everybody. Guess what? Whoa. They fed everybody one serving. Nope. Everybody got a snack? Nope. As much as they wanted. Watch this. Woo! Wait. Watch this. When you trust God with your need, he's able to give you what you want. Okay, okay. Oh, man, I got to push it somewhere else. Um, when you trust God with your need, he's able to not only provide your need, but give you what you want. To many of y'all, you want what you want, but you won't give God what you need. The boy gave God all he had. And then, as a result, everybody ate, not only first, but they got seconds. And if, if they were Haitians, like I believe they probably could, they got thirds. And if they were truly Haitian, they probably got a pack to go, a to-go pack. But, but see, what, what, what is it that we learn from this story? Um, three things. Number one, you got to take a step of faith. You got to take a step of faith. Um, it's not the size of what you have. It's the size of the God that you serve. That's going to bless somebody who's watching on YouTube. It is not, it's never about the size of what you possess. It's always about the size of your God. Our God is able. So you have to step of faith. So the step of faith means that, hey, even though I'm only making $100 a week, but I'm still going to tithe. I'm still going to give a tithe, a tenth of that because I am taking a step of faith. Because I cannot do all that I need to do with all I have if I don't trust God to multiply it. And some of y'all, the reason why your pocket has still got a hole on it, it seems like as if like whatever you make cannot stay, is because you have not yet taken a step of faith. You haven't trust God into the resources that he's blessed you with. I always tell my kids this, you got to bless the giver. You know, um, I watched a, a video of Shaq. Uh, um, he, he said, he said to, to his kids, they got to pay tax on the things that he purchased for them. There's a one video of him buying, they all buy all food, that, you know, the different from different restaurants, the food that they need, and Shaq stands there and said, pay your tax. So he's getting a portion unto all that. Even before I saw the video, what I did with my kids was like, if I buy something, I said, bless the giver. You got to bless the giver. See, the reality of it is this. What my kids have, has, have learned and what you and I need to learn is this. I'm the one who purchases for them. I pay for it. Don't be stingy with me. I pay for it. When you recognize the person will give you what you got, even no matter, even the size of it. If you by faith says, I'm trusting that person and give them something back. 
So take a step of faith by saying, I'm trusting you with what I got. But see, second thing that I want you to get from the text, it's up there. Nothing is too big for God. Nothing is too big. The size of the crowd says 5,000 men without counting women and children. Um, 5,000 men without counting women and children. If you were to put this into this context, this scholar said there's at least 20,000 people that was there. Number one, men to women, uh, um, currently one to three. For every three women, there's one man. Okay? All right? And then, you, what, I, I, the American average, 2.5 children. So if you multiply it, and, and, and so therefore, there's a huge crowd that's there. But see, the crowd can be as big as it is. The problem that you face, they can be as big as the tallest mountain on earth, Mount Everest. But I serve a God who created the Mount Everest. Amen. I serve a God that is able to do anything because nothing is impossible for my God. Amen. So no, nothing you face will, is or will ever be to God. Um, if it's finance, your God owns everything. Amen. If it's education, your God is the creator of all things. If it's a boo that you need, your God is the one that took the ribs out of you to create the woman. Amen. If it's children that you need, your God is able to bless your womb. And even if he doesn't bless your womb, you can still be father to mother to a kid that needs a mother or father. Amen. There's nothing you face that's ever too big for God. And some of us, the reason why we don't see how big our God is because we quit too soon. I wish I had time. We quit too soon. Some of us can't see something through. It's almost like we have a disease. We complain and we quit. But see, the God that we serve requires us to stand by faith and persevere. Do you know why? The third thing is because Jesus would use, will use you to bless other people. Amen. Do you know that you are a source of blessing? That's why I love the boy in this story. The boy is nameless. The boy did not even count. But because of the boy's obedience, because the boy obeyed, he gave what he had. Amen. 20 plus thousand people was fed. All that they wanted. Say so they could eat no more. You, 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 you. Why are you stopping God from using you to be a blessing to your community? Why are you stopping God from using you to be a blessing to this church? Amen. To be a blessing to Pompano, to Deerfield, to Broward County, to Haiti, to America, to the rest of the world. Why? Don't think what you got is too small. Don't think it's too small. See, it's not the size of what you have. It's the size of your faith. Amen. The size of what you have, you know, when you do the math, 
it's, it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't compute. Yo, 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 ever got, uh, uh, um, got, got, got a college bill? You ever got a tuition bill? Yo, you ever got a tuition bill? Yo, 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 ever look at the mortgage? You ever look at the car notes? Ever look at the credit cards that you, you, when you were, before you were unsaved, before you were saved, when you were swiping, swiping, now you got to pay it all back? Um, I'll share this, and, and, and I'll take my seat. Um, I shared this with you before, and I'll share it again. My, my, my second to last, my last year in seminary, my, the first semester, I didn't have enough money to pay. And I went to the president, I said, I'm going to enroll, but I don't have enough money to pay. And he said, by faith, just enroll. And then, I don't know who we talked to, but somebody, somebody made a donation in my name for the exact amount that I needed to pay for my tuition. And you know what the president said to me, Dr. Jerry O'Neill, I love that man. You know what he said to me? I never met the person who, I never knew the name or met the person who blessed me. But you know what all Dr. O'Neill required from me? He said, can you please write a thank you letter? Amen. You, miss, you miss your shop. Amen. All I had to do was write a thank you letter. You know why? Because by faith, I registered. Yes. By faith, I said, I'm going to take those classes. Okay, so then my problem was big, but I serve a bigger God. Amen. And then as a result of me applying and somebody blessed me, I said, thank you. And today you guys can have somebody in front of, I'm, I'm here blessing you because of what somebody did for me. Amen. See, God used what somebody did for me to be a blessing to y'all. I don't know if this sermon is any good to you. But all I know is this, because somebody helped pay for my school, I was able to finish school. And today I, I'm able to preach without any hesitation by the power of God has given to me. So I'm become a blessing to y'all as somebody was a blessing to me. Can I tell you something? Take a, take a step of faith. Take a step of faith. No matter the size that you, of your problem, the size of the obstacle, know that God is able to do all above all that we can ask or think and remember this if he blesses if he blesses you he blesses you to be a blessing to others because when he satisfies you and nobody else can satisfy you like jesus god bless you all